This is RBN, the Republic Broadcasting Network. Resurrected Republic, Truth Radio Broadcast on RBN, the Republic Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle the truth. to RTR Truth Media every Sunday on RBN. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Switzer, the Freedom Ministry. You can visit my work at bitchute.com slash the Freedom Ministry. I'm joined today by our other co-host, Rachel D. Tobias. Um, she also has a Twitter um, that I recommend you follow her at. It's Rachel D. Tobias on Twitter. How are you doing, Rachel? Hey, I'm all right. How about you? I'm all right. Just another Sunday in lovely New Jersey paradise. How's it going in New York? <laughs> oh, boy. Um, <laughs> yeah, things in New York are still obviously a circus because around April is when a lot of places are supposed to be open. And obviously they're extending all these limited you know, capacities for restaurants and gyms and you know things like that. Mm-hmm. All these lawsuits flying around. That's how the weather's going anyway. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty similar here in New Jersey, absolutely. Um, We're kind of like, you know, both states kind of rub off on each other to make each other more depraved and disgusting, it seems. It's a race to the bottom. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, I have one article that um, it's unfortunately not too too cheery and bright, but it's it's reality. Um, It's it's from the Foundation for Economic Education, FEE.org. Um, It's from the 16th of March, so it's recent, and the title of the article is Child Suicide is Becoming an International Epidemic Amid Restricted Pandemic Life, Doctors Warn. The damage we're inflicting on children is too devastating to be waved away in the name of public health. It's quickly becoming an emergency in its own right, and uh, we know most of the stuff they're doing in the name of quote-unquote public health today is not so much for health and all to do with their insidious compliance regulations. I think we would all agree on that much, at least. (laughs) So the uh, author of this article is one Brad Palumbo, I'm unfamiliar with, and he writes, Billions of people across the globe continue to live under COVID-19 lockdowns or heavily restricted life. And for almost all of us, Life amid the pandemic in 2020 was an isolating and difficult year. Yet doctors are warning that children in particular are experiencing grave mental health consequences as a result of the lockdowns, leading to an international epidemic of child suicide. So when we're hearing of an epidemic of child suicide, um, it kind of makes you want to think about why that is. And, hey, maybe we can change those things. Like, why would a child even contemplate suicide? And if that's a real issue and that's a pandemic, why are we still holding on to this fake pandemic belief um, that there is this insidious COVID-19 ravaging virus out there? Um, that's not the pandemic. 
that's what I'm trying to show you guys with this article here. You know, it's it's glaring. If these children, in their minds, see their reality around them as so bad, so dark, so unattainable, that they're going to take their life. Imagine yourself as an eight-year-old. Picture yourself when you were like eight years old. And you're contemplating how to take your life, right? And these are the conditions. These are the conditions that are made. They're not the conditions that just happen. It's not happenstance, okay? That's what I want to drill home today, that this is planned. It's a pandemic. It's done intentionally, and these children now want to kill themselves. Not just children, but it's obviously... Um, you know, tugs on the heart a little more opposed to, you know, anybody else, in my own opinion. Um, but all human life is obviously very, very valuable. I'm reading actually now from uh, a technical manual, the CIA technical manual, as it's, as it's been dubbed ever since. And it's published in the book by Bill Cooper, uh, Behold a Pale Horse, an underground bestseller from the early 90s. And it's chapter one, Silent Weapons for Quiet Wars. And this is dubbed the Illuminati's Declaration of War upon the people of America. And the author's note here, I read top secret documents which explain that Silent Weapons for Quiet Wars is the doctrine adopted by the policy committee of the Bilderberg Group during its first known meeting in 1954. A copy found in 1969 was in the possession of naval intelligence. And that's what Bill Cooper actually, um, you know, his his previous employment was actually with the O&I, um, Naval Intelligence, and he, he quit his job when he realized, you know, what all was happening in his research. The following document, dated May 1979, was found on July 7, 1986, in an IBM copier that had been purchased at a surplus sale. Top secret is the document. Silent Weapons for Quiet Wars, an introductory programming manual. Operations Research Technical Manual TM-SW7905.1 Welcome aboard. This publication marks the 25th anniversary of the Third World War, called the Quiet War, being conducted using subjective biological warfare, fought with silent weapons. Biological warfare, huh? Hmm. Hmm. This book contains an introductory description of this war, its strategies, and its weaponry. Again, May, 7, May 1979. Security. It is patently impossible to discuss social engineering or the automation of a society, i.e. the engineering of social automation systems, silent weapons, on a national or worldwide scale without implying extensive objectives of social control and destruction of human life, i.e. slavery and genocide. This manual is in itself an analog declaration of intent. Such a writing must be secured from public scrutiny. Otherwise, it might be recognized as a technically formal declaration of domestic war. But no, no it's not the elitist think tanks and the sickos um, coming up with this disgusting insidious stuff to enslave us it's us you know 
today were the domestic terrorists, especially if you come from European or Caucasian descent. I digress. Furthermore, whenever any person or group of persons in a position of great power and without full knowledge of consent of the public uses such knowledge and methodology for economic conquest, it must be understood that a state of domestic warfare exists between said person or group of persons and the public. The solution of today's problems requires an approach which is ruthlessly candid, with no agonizing over religious, moral, or cultural values. You have qualified for this project because of your ability to look at human society with cold objectivity and yet analyze and discuss your observations and conclusions with others of similar intellectual capacity without a loss of discretion or humility. Such virtues. Such virtues are exercised in your own best interest. Do not deviate from them. Ugh. There's a long author's note underneath it. I'm going to skip that. Historical introduction. Silent weapon technology has evolved from operations research, a strategic and tactical methodology developed under the military management, or at the time Eisenhower in England during World War II. The original purpose of operations research, or OR, was to study the strategic and tactical problems of air and land defense with the objective of effective use of limited military resources against foreign enemies, i.e. logistics. It was soon recognized by those in positions of power with the Council on Foreign Relations that the same methods might be useful for totally controlling a society. But better tools were necessary. Look around you folks. Event 201, the war game simulation of the pandemic around us. Social engineering, the analysis and automation of a society requires the correlation of great amounts of constantly changing economic information or data. So a high-speed computerized data processing system was necessary, which could race ahead of the society and predict when society would arrive for capitulation. Artificial intelligence, singularity, anybody? Relay computers were too slow. But the electronic computer invented in 1946 by J. Presper Eckert and John W. Monchley filled the bill. The next breakthrough was the development of the Simplex method of linear programming in 1947 by the mathematician George B. Danzig. Then, in 1948, the transistor invented by J. Bardeen, W. H. Bratton, and W. Shockley promised great expansion of the computer field by reducing space and power requirements. Today, we have quantum computing. CERN, Switzerland, and all the sick stuff that they are playing with today. With these three inventions under their direction, those in positions of power strongly suspected that it was possible for them to control the whole world with the push of a button. And that's what Israel has today with kill switch diplomacy or kill switch technology where they backdoored everything. Immediately, the Rockefeller Foundation got in on the ground floor by making a four-year grant to Harvard College, funding the Harvard Economic Research Project for the study of the structure of the American economy. 
One year later, in 1949, the United States Air Force joined them. In 1952, the original grant period terminated, and a high-level meeting of the elite was held to determine the next phase of social operations research. The Harvard Project had been very fruitful as is borne out by the publication of some of its results in 1953, suggesting the feasibility of economic or social engineering. Studies in the Structure of the American Economy, copyrighted 1953 by Wassily Leontief, International Sciences Press Incorporated, White Plains, New York. Engineered in the last half of the decade of the 1940s, the new quiet war machine stood, so to speak, in sparkling gold-plated hardware on the showroom floor by 1954. With the creation of the Maser in 1954, the promise of unlocking UN or unlimited sources of fusion atomic energy from the heavy hydrogen in seawater and the consequent availability of unlimited social power was a possibility only decades away. The combination was irresistible. The quiet war was quietly declared by the international elite at the Bilderberg Group at a meeting held in 1954. Although the silent weapon system was nearly exposed 13 years later, the evolution of the new weapon system has never suffered any major setbacks. This volume marks the 25th anniversary of the beginning of the Quiet War. Already, this domestic war has had many victories on many fronts throughout the world. And here is the political introduction in 1954, it was well recognized by those in positions of authority that it was only a matter of time, only a few decades, before the general public would be able to grasp and upset the cradle of power. The very elements of the new silent weapon technology were as accessible for a public utopia as they were for providing a private utopia. The issue of primary concern, that of dominance, revolved around the subject of the energy sciences energy energy is recognized as the key to all activity on earth natural science is the study of the sources and control of natural energy social science theoretically expressed as economics is the study of the sources and control of social energy both are bookkeeping systems mathematics therefore mathematics is the primary energy science and the bookkeeper can be king if the public can be kept ignorant of the methodology of the bookkeeping. Oh, it's too complicated. You'll never understand it. Don't worry. Let the people know what they're doing. Do it, right? Trust your government. All science is merely a means to an end. The means is knowledge. The end is control. The end always justifies the means. Beyond this remains only one issue. Who will be the beneficiary. In 1954, this was the issue of primary concern. Although the so-called moral issues were raised, in view of the law of natural selection, it was agreed that a nation or world of people who will not use their intelligence are no better than animals who do not have intelligence. Such people are beasts of burden and stakes on the table by choice and consent. I'm going to read that one more time. This is what they truly feel about us. In view of the law of natural selection, it was agreed that a nation or world of people who will not use their intelligence are no better than animals who do not have intelligence. 
Such people are beasts of burden and stakes on the table by choice and consent. Are you going to wear your masks? Are you going to go along with everything? They believe you will because you are cattle. And everything that they do to you, they feel is justified because of your actions. Telling them that you're no better than a dumb freaking cow. Consequently, in the interest of future world order, peace, and tranquility, it was decided to privately wage a war against the American public with an ultimate objective of permanently shifting the natural and social energy or wealth of the undisciplined and irresponsible many into the hands of the self-disciplined, responsible, and worthy few. Is that what's going on around us today? I wonder, huh? In order to implement this objective, it was necessary to create, secure, and apply new weapons, which, as it's turned out, were a class of weapons so subtle, so sophisticated in their principle of operation and public appearance as to earn for themselves the name Silent Weapons. In conclusion, the objective of economic research as conducted by the magnates of capital and banking and the industries of commodities and goods and services is the establishment of an economy which is totally predictable and manipulatable. They know what they're doing. If they press button Z, it does result C, B, 3, A, 4, and Z, B. Like, they know exactly what's happening. They have the controls of the levers. And in order to achieve a totally predictable economy, the low-class elements of the society must be brought under total control, i.e., must be housebroken, trained, and assigned a yoke in long-term social duties from a very early age before they have an opportunity to question the propriety of the matter. The children are committing suicide today, and we wonder why. In order to achieve such conformity, the lower-class family unit must be disintegrated by a process of increasing preoccupation of the parents and the establishment of government-operated daycare centers for the occupationality of orphaned children. That's the public fool system, the re-education, neo-Marxist, BLM training camps that we see today all around us, and all the insidious, sordid news coming out of these systems. Nothing positive, nothing at all. The quality of education given to the lower class must be of the poorest sort so that the moat of ignorance isolating the inferior class from the superior class is and remains incomprehensible for the inferior class. With such an initial handicap, even bright lower class individuals have little, if any, hope of extricating themselves from their assigned lot in life. This form of slavery is essential to maintaining some measure of social organism and clothing up the class. Stay with you. Right back at
This is the most transparent administration in history. Folks, we're living in a world the likes of which we've never perceived any clearer than we do now. The plan for global governance has been in the works for generations and would have likely been achieved by now but for the fact that the globalists left open their Achilles heel. With all their tools, Federal Reserve System, fiat currency, no child left behind and then common core education introduced to our schools to dumb us down, vaccines, pharmaceuticals to lobotomize us, GMO foods, insertion of compromised or bought and paid for politicians, judges, mainstream media propaganda, all pieced together like a puzzle designed to ultimately bring the world under submission. But with all their strategy, they forgot one thing, knowledge. And knowledge is power. With knowledge, their bombardment is nullified. Folks, with that, as brilliant and knowledgeable as you've become, among the wisest audience of any radio audience in the world, and you are, I want you to take a moment to reflect and ask yourself, how much of that knowledge did I obtain from Republic Broadcasting Network? How high has my consciousness been raised since I've been a listener? How fast am I now able to discriminate truth from fake news by being a Republic Broadcasting listener? How clear am I now able to see the world since I've been listening to RBN? Ask yourselves those questions, folks. Then ask yourself, what is that knowledge worth to me? Like my morning coffee, how would I survive without it? A voice of truth and a sea of lies. Do we not all need to make sure it survives? Like public broadcasting, we are now finding we can only survive with listener support. Censorship, advertisers being attacked, truth itself being attacked. It's the only way through this. We at Republic Broadcasting humbly ask you to become a supporter. Look at your budget and make a determination of what Republic Broadcasting is worth to you and what you can afford on a monthly basis. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and pledge 20, 30, 40, 50, if possible, 100 a month or more if it's affordable. Click the Donate button and become a regular monthly donor. Assure both us and yourself that Republic Broadcasting Truth will continue to flow like that morning coffee. The network thanks you. Ladies and gentlemen, J.R. Moore here. We have a special promotion going on at Republic Broadcasting. This is a fundraiser for Republic Broadcasting involving the energy planner. Mail me a postcard. My address is at my website at thelibertyman.com. We pick a postcard every other Thursday. When your postcard is drawn out, you get to buy an energy planner for $215 instead of $285, $70 discount. $200 goes to Republic Broadcasting. You also get a 10% discount on my mattress pads. So get those postcards in, put your name, your telephone number, your email address on there, and when your postcard is drawn, you get to get an energy cleaner for $215 instead of $285. Mattress pads, 10% off. Help us out at Republic Broadcasting. Help yourself to get an energy cleaner at a deep discount. It's a win-win situation for everybody. We hope you can get these postcards in soon. Thank you very much.
are back. We are back. And this is Chris Switzer with RTR Truth Media, also known as the Freedom Ministry on the interwebs. You can find me at bitchute.com slash the Freedom Ministry. Please visit rtrtruthmedia.com as well for truthful information you may not see otherwise. And as I was reading, um, lots of stuff came to mind. I mean, it's just, this isn't a technical manual from, you know, 50 plus years ago, right? And wow, everything is happening just as they said. And the same goes for a document that a lot of people would consider anti-Semitic and say that it's, you know, a hoax. The Protocols of the Learned Elders of Zion. And this next article that, that Rachel found um, that she'll, she'll give to you um, really, you know, is in that same vein. I mean, everything comes full circle in today's clown world that we live in, um, where you're anti-Semitic if you have a differing opinion than your master's. Um, and uh, Rachel found this article, where was it from? MSN, right? Uh, if you'd like to uh, share with us that article, Rachel, uh, we'd love to love to hear what the Capitol Police are doing in, in our Capitol today, or lately, I should say. And uh, that article here, let's see, I'm bringing it up. It's the Capitol Police, of course, and they're doing checkpoints, you know, because we're in a free, free country, this uh, American country of ours. And they found documents on this, this person <laughs> that happened to be what they feel is anti-Semitic. Just bringing it up right now. Bear with me. Here it is. MSN.com. Capitol Police officer suspended after anti-Semitic document found at checkpoint by Mike DeBonis and Tyler Page five days ago. Okay. U.S. Capitol Police suspended an officer Monday after a copy of an infamous anti-Semitic tract was found near a Capitol Hill security post Sunday, alarming a congressional aide who viewed the document in plain sight at the checkpoint. Photographs provided to the Washington Post showed a printed copy of the protocols of the meetings of the learned elders of Zion on a table inside an entrance to the Longworth House office building. No, he wasn't caught with, you know, minor children. No, 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 he wasn't caught with child porn. No, 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 he wasn't caught colluding with our enemies to further destroy our values and our way of life here in America. Because those things are really happening with people that we've supposedly put in positions of a power to protect our country, right? That's what we think. But those people get away with that stuff. But then you and I, if we have a document on us, <laughs> it's, it's so ridiculous. We live in clown world. I digress. The Post provided the photographs to the Capitol Police on Monday morning and requested comment. The department said Monday evening that Acting Chief Yaganda, Yagananda D. Pittman had suspended an officer pending an investigation after anti-Semitic reading material was discovered near his work area on Sunday. Wow, so this <laughs> this was an officer, okay. Uh, it, it's just clown world. We live in clown world. We take all allegations of inappropriate behavior seriously. 
Pittman said in the statement. Once this matter was brought to my attention, I immediately ordered the officer to be suspended until the Office of Professional Responsibility can thoroughly investigate. We have to make sure that this guy is one of us, right? That he's all about this pandemic, this destruction of the middle class and any semblance of your European white heritage must be erased because that is democracy, Goy. That is what we're all about. And this fake virus is going to bring us into this new age, Jew world order, dystopian reality that we call America. It's almost just a joke. Uh, I mean, like 10 years ago, I think I was reading from The Onion. But I'm not. This is MSN. Zach Fish, the chief of staff to Representative Mondaire Jones, Democrat from New York, spotted the document. Oh, boy. Stay with us, guys. You'll hear more after the break. Be right back. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Extendivite 7 Herb Formulation is approved to help maintain cardiovascular health and help lower blood lipid levels in adults. Extendivite is made from hawthorn, garlic, valerian, cayenne, bilberry, ginkgo biloba, and milk thistle. The herbs at Extendivite have been chosen for their ability to help with overall health. Many people have reported improved energy and stamina in just a few months. If you think you could feel just a little bit better, then Extendivite may just be for you. Extendivite is an all-natural supplement. Extendivite is only $69.95 for a two-month supply. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. That's H-E-A-R-T-D-R-O-P.com. Extend your life with Extendivite. Hey, gang. Patrick Slattery here with an important message that is pertinent to anyone who shops for groceries, eats food, or just has an inquisitive mind like myself. What I'm about to introduce you to is a segment of our food culture that has been kept so low profile to the American public that virtually no one is aware of how dominant it is on our refrigerator and cupboard shelves. What I'm talking about is the kosher certification industry and the new app, Koshertified, that delivers a comprehensive education on all aspects regarding this little-known practice. After reviewing this app, I found that it is useful for practically anyone who purchases food, regardless of their religious faith or identity. Its database of products not kosher certified is a win-win convenience for all food-conscious people. So why not check out thekosherquestion.com or click on the link at nationalbugle.com and see how modifying your grocery shopping with the Koshertified app can make a huge difference for your future. 
Have you been looking for a trusted long-term storable food company? We have a solution for you. Simply Clean Foods is dedicated to providing the best quality food you can buy next to fresh from a farmer's market. Our line of resealable fruits, vegetables, and meats are suitable for everyday use, and you won't have to worry about throwing away valuable groceries ever again. Our food is completely GMO-free, and our stringent quality controls, plus testing for heavy metals, makes us unique in the storable foods market. Simply Clean Foods' primary focus is to bring clean food to people all around the world and change the way we look at freeze-dried food in our daily cooking. When you purchase from simplycleanfoods.net, not only will you be receiving high-quality food, but you will also be supporting veterans in need across the country and those who are affected by natural disasters. Right now, Amazon Prime members will receive fast two-day shipping. Go to simplycleanfoods.net. That's simplycleanfoods.net. But do it today. We are back. We are back. I want to have as much time as possible to uh, talk about the state of affairs in this country of ours today as possible. Um, as I was, you know, finishing or not even finishing, just just reading it and the, the commercial came on. We talked after off air, Rachel and I, about this. And it, it does. It seems like, you know, is this real? Did, you know, come on. Like a, a, an officer just spotted with the protocols of Zion, you know, on his desk. It, you know, come on, just so they can then come out with this crap and further um, their literal stomping out of any, any free thinking or free speech or um, First Amendment, anything out there. They want you to be so fearful and so self-policing that you wouldn't dare utter something hateful. Oh, no. And that leads us to our next article that Rachel also brought to my attention. Gestapo tactics. This is out of RT, and it has to do with the New York mayor, de Blasio. He's blasted after saying police should warn and threaten people over hurtful behavior. <laughs> New York's mayor, Bill de Blasio, has stunned Americans by suggesting cops should confront people at their homes if they have been accused of hurtful but non-criminal acts. Did I just read that? Yeah, I did. I just read that. That's that's news. The mayor, Bill de Blasio, has threatened his citizens that they better not say something that the consensus opinion does not like. The elites, right? Many are asking exactly how that would work in practice. <laughs> and this is all coming off the heels of the Asian attacks, of course, and, and this is their response to that. This is their solution, okay? Quote, even if something is not a criminal case, a perpetrator being confronted by the city, whether it's NYPD or another agency, and being told that what they've done was very hurtful to another person could deter people from offending others. 
de Blasio told reporters on Thursday, in response to a rise in hate crime against Asian Americans. Guys, I've said this before. I'll say it again. You're either an American or you're not. I'm not a European American, you know? I'm not. I'm an American. You cannot serve two masters. And that goes, the same thing goes for you Israeli dual citizens. Pick a side. Pick a side. And de Blasio, unfortunately, I'm not a New York resident, but if I was, I'd say the same gosh damn thing. Come to my doorstep. Get rid of your dual citizenship wherever and whoever you are. You cannot serve two masters. I'm sorry if you don't like my opinion and it hurts your feelings. I'm sorry, but I'm not. Quote, if someone has done something wrong but not rising to a criminal level, it's perfectly appropriate for an NYPD officer to talk to them and say, that was not appropriate. And if you did that on a higher level, that would be a crime. <laughs> yeah. How about I uh, assess my fee scale for you for detaining me unlawfully and wasting my time? And then I take you up on your bond on the private side, buddy. How about that? The mayor continued before concluding ominously, quote, if an NYPD officer calls you or shows up at your door to ask you about something you did, it makes people think twice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It, it's like strong arm tactics from the you know 80s and 90s where organized crime would come to your bodega or deli or your restaurant and say, you want protection? Hey, we'll protect you, all right? Just just stay on our side, you know? Let us know when things are coming against us, and we'll keep you protected. Just, you know, give us a, you know, a couple thou here and there, and we're, we're good. What is this? Instead of giving them their cut, you know, with, with Federal Reserve notes like you would to the organized criminals, it's the same idea. You're just giving them your, your thoughts, right? You're giving them your morality, and your reality so that this social engineering experiment can continue and progress into what they want for us all, which is this post-coronavirus new world order, internet of things, internet of bodies, where we, the human being, becomes the genetically modified organism, device, the next device on their smart grid. That's what the Internet of Bodies is, if you're wondering. If you've heard the term, it's going to become in vogue very, very soon because that is the agenda. And uh, I'm so glad that you found this article, Rachel. So glad. Both this article and the last one is right in vain with what I'm reading out of the technical manual from over 50 years ago. If you believe it, you know, by the CIA, um, whoever wrote it, you know, obviously it has merit. Obviously it was written with purpose, with intent. And they're doing exactly what it says instead manual. And the protocols, for those who think it's a hoax, you know, the protocols of the learned elders of Zion, read 
just read it and you tell me if everything they're saying in that document is not happening all around you right now and if it is I mean geez wouldn't you give it some some merit wouldn't that warrant you looking into this topic a little further with more um, clarity you know and more see Can you hear me all right? My apologies. My apologies, folks. Um, I actually got an incoming call, but typically I have it on do not disturb, and I don't know how that came through. My apologies. I had to, you know, decline a call. Uh, but as I was, I was just saying that, you know, this reality around us is obviously contrived, and if it's not a reality that you had in mind for yourself or your family, or your loved ones, or your children, or your grandchildren. Speak up. Speak up. You only have the rights and freedoms that you exercise. Think about that. If you don't use them, you lose them. Look at what Mayor de Blasio is saying. It'll make you think twice about what you say. Because they're going to show up at your door with a stern warning. If this escalates further, it could be bad. It could be criminal. And it will be criminal if they have it their way. Because they're passing laws right now that make these things criminal. Florida just did. You know, they, There's an area in Florida that has anti-Semitic laws where you cannot say anything that they would deem anti-Semitic, or you can be charged criminally. Just like they're doing over in Europe with Holocaust denial laws, right? Over 16 European countries today have banned the questioning or denial of the mainstream Holocaust narrative. If you can't question something, regardless of if it was true or not, you know, not even getting into that yet. Where are we as a, as a nation, as a country, as a society, as a world, as a people? You cannot question something. You're not free. And if you're not free, where does that leave you to do anything else that you'd like to do? Unless it's deemed appropriate by your masters, right? That means you got to get a permit. You got to get a license, right? If you're getting a license or a permit for something, if, if you haven't you know, realized this yet, I'll, I'll be the first to tell you, you're telling the people you're going to get these licenses and permits from that prior to that, you did not have the right to do those things. You're not free. You're telling them, I'm a slave, but please, can I have some privileges from you? I'll give you some of these Federal Reserve notes, too, and I'll, I'll, I'll swear an oath or an allegiance that I'll do whatever you want just so I can have that privilege. Please, please give me that privilege. <laughs> do, you, do you see what's going on? So by your actions, you, you've said to them that this is what you want. 
Am I wrong, Rachel? No, you're absolutely right. And I think, you know, people, sadly enough, really do think that there's this returning to normal. And if they go get the vaccine, if they keep wearing a mask, you know, and they don't realize how often those goalpost shifts and even <clears throat> the people who are allegedly kind of on our side, like Rand Paul questioning Fauci about double masks, everyone's still maintaining that mainstream narrative that there's this threat still out there, even now. Right. And so you're absolutely correct. I mean, it's going to, you know, people need to realize that they're not free when they can't hug their grandma without allegedly a prescription. I mean, how crazy do things have to get? And like I mentioned before, even de Blasio admitted that he would send NYPD to people's houses for non-criminal activity. Right. And, you know, we've probably talked about in the past people backing the blue what does that even mean anymore if it's just going to escalate, right? If Congress is asking for $2 billion for more police at the Capitol, what are we doing? Yeah, and what are they protecting at the Capitol if, uh, you know, <laughs> he's not maybe, even there? He's in yeah, California. maybe they're going to put a police officer on every step just to make sure Biden, you know, doesn't fall on the way down or something. <laughs> and I keep wondering what's going to collapse first, Biden or the, you know, the money supply, because I think right. that that cost of compliance is just going to get higher and higher. There's going to be no more rental road and people are just going to say, hey, you know, again, the goalposts keep shifting on what it's going to take to get back to normal. Right. It went from three weeks to flatten the curve to suddenly, you know, protecting the hospitals to just no cases. We can't get zero covid necessarily like we can't get zero emissions. I mean. They're going to set a standard that's too crazy and can never be met, right? Exactly. And by the way, the interesting thing, um, I had a coworker who had a form saying that he tested positive for COVID, and I read the form, and there's a little sentence on there that says, by the way, and he'd gotten his second dose vaccination, and it said on there, by the way, if you test positive, it doesn't necessarily mean you have an active infection. It might just mm. mean you have fragments in your system and that yep. they'll show up for another 90 days and yeah. that's just a little sentence put right on there in the paper itself and i realized oh my gosh we're in a position where people are going to get vaccinated that's going to cause these already crazy tests to just keep reporting positive which doesn't even mean that they're sick necessarily they're going to be told to keep oh, yeah. quarantining it's like a cycle that's never going to end yeah you just reminded me of something um, even worse, and I'm glad you did because I want people who have maybe taken the shot already, you know, to just to get back to normal, right? Hey, I want this shot so I can I can travel, I can I can join society, we can get back to normal, right? That's not even the case, and you're doing harm to yourself. This just happened to a poor young girl. Um, uh, she was uh, she's a lesbian, you know. She has a girlfriend. They both got their shot. The one got her shot. And she felt sick and she even recorded herself getting the shot and she asked them who, you know, as they're injecting her, they said she jokes and she goes, is this going to make me a zombie? You know, because the CDC stuff and it's laughable. Right. And they said, ha ha ha. No, no, no. Right. Within 24 hours, she's fever. Her arm hurts so bad she can't lift it over her head. Um, and she asked them right at the place. She goes, can I test, you know, to see if I have COVID and they wouldn't allow it. They wouldn't allow her to test for it. They said, you just got the shot. Why would you want to test for COVID, right? And then her girlfriend went in to do the same thing. 
she wanted to get tested to see if she has COVID after she got the shot, right? And the first time she did it, they didn't allow her. Same as her girlfriend. Hey, you had the shot. Why would you test? We can't test you. So she went again, right? A different day. And she lied and said she didn't get the shot. She wanted to get tested. They tested her. She tested positive. Okay? Wake up. Wake up. You're getting what they call the virus by getting the shot. That's the only COVID deaths I see. Just my opinion. I'm not a doctor. <laughs> By the way, just... Chris, like, I wouldn't necessarily take that off the table. And even with the mRNA vaccines themselves that allegedly don't inject COVID into you, right? They they basically give you a program that makes your body produce its own antibodies to a particular protein. But, you know, I'd imagine, like I said, the way this is designed is inevitably the positive cases quote unquote are going to go up even if they're false positives or even if people aren't sick and first of all i've never heard of anyone you know like dr fauci saying hey even if you've had covid you have the antibodies you've recovered still go out and get the shot i've never heard of anything aside from a booster where oh if you've had something you should go get the shot right away because this is not a vaccine number one nor can it be compared to any other vaccine that they've ever implemented because it's not a vaccine. Yeah. They had to change the Webster's Dictionary definition mm-hmm. of vaccine just to accommodate the mRNA death shot. And it's funny because AstraZeneca itself is a vaccine. It's not an mRNA vaccine. However, a lot of people were getting blood clotting and sickness from that. And it was kind of funny because the U.S. said, you know what, we'll just send our AstraZeneca shots off to Canada and Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they're not Americans, right? I think we have a, a caller. We have Brian in Washington. Hey, guys. Hey, Brian. Hey, Brian. Do you remember me? I've called a few times. <clears throat> Let's see. I'm thinking that maybe you could mention that the uh, it's, it's not report from Iron Mountain you're talking about uh, silent weapons for quiet wars that a Boeing scrap guy found that on a computer from an anonymous source along with the protocols we don't know if those are valid report from Iron Mountain is known to be a satirical parody. They said that William Casey, the CIA guy, said something, but, you know, he never substantiated. It was overheard. You are tuned that... in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Extendivite 7 Herb Formulation is approved to help maintain cardiovascular health and help lower blood lipid levels in adults. Extendivite is made from hawthorn, garlic, valerian, cayenne, bilberry, ginkgo biloba, and milk thistle. The herbs at Extendivite have been chosen for their ability 
to help with overall health. Many people have reported improved energy and stamina in just a few months. If you think you could feel just a little bit better, then Extendivite may just be for you. Extendivite is an all-natural supplement. Extendivite is only $69.95 for a two-month supply. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. That's H-E-A-R-T-D-R-O-P.com. Extend your life with It's happening, ladies and gentlemen. We here at RBN are working with Front Sight Firearms Training Institute to bring our audience the best in combat, tactical, and defensive firearms training. Whether you're a private citizen who is new to firearms or you have a concealed weapon permit and want a level of training that surpasses what you've received from your local gun range, Front Sight provides priceless education and skills taught by seasoned law enforcement, military, and private citizen instructors to levels that far exceed law enforcement and military standards. With nearly a million responsible citizens trained from every town, city, and state from across the United States, Front Sight has bolstered the Patriot movement to a whole new level. Contact Dan Sutterfield by phone at 573-762-2356 or 573-465-2356 or shoot him an email at domedan, D-O-M-E-D-A-N, at hotmail.com. This is a limited-time opportunity. Don't miss it. What would you say if I told you we have a new tool that will increase production and lower maintenance costs for your meat processing company, and it would pay for itself in just six weeks? When pigs fly! The new Ease-Off Model EZ4 replaces old spring-style carcass droppers and is faster, safer, and more reliable. The Ease-Off lowers or lifts 1,000 pounds to or from your rail automatically using our remote control. Sounds expensive. Can I afford it? Can you afford not to try the Ease-Off? It installs fast with just three bolts in place of your current dropper. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue and injuries. We're back. We're back. We don't have too much time left. And if Brian, you're still there, I'd I'd love to hear you uh, conclude and where you're going with this. Well, I guess just mostly before I asked Rachel if she could contact Derek Bros, this starving to death is a concern to me and my Irish heritage. So. Basically, I think that James Corbett recently interviewed a guy I particularly don't like because his his communitarian linkages to himself and everything that every word that comes out of his mouth. So, if someone in the chat room, I see Mer Bailey and you and. CFR, their homesteading dash number solutions watch March 16th on the Corbett report. This guy, okay. both of them say the word community 10, 15 times in 19 minutes. So, what is their solution is community. 
and they mm-hmm. both know what communitarianism is. So this is what I would like to see Derek and J.J. Zapp have a discussion of on your broadcast. Right. I recall now exactly what you were you were asking us this a few calls uh, shows ago. I, I recall absolutely. Um, and and I'm just real quick. We don't have too much time left, but I'm just curious. Do you believe that you can have you know a successful community without communitarianism? Personally, I think communitarianism is a new form of global governance to replace capitalism and communism, both of which were invented by the same people. And Mm -hmm. Amitai Etzioni is a terrorist from Germany that went to Palestine as a young man and now writes books that are on every shelf of every politician and media person in the country. But nobody's ever heard of amitaiezioni or communitarianism, and it's on purpose. They mm-hmm. haven't finished putting the final nail in our coffin. And Tom Lacavera is well aware of it after many hours of chatting with Larkin, Texas, on the telephone. So, yeah, that's my spiel. Okay. Well, I agree with you. Hey, Brian. Yeah, I just want to interject here. I hope you can hear me. Um, I have reached out to Derek, by the way, because I know we talked about this. Um, I've reached out to him about communities in Mexico and things like that. Look, like I mentioned, Derek does have good intentions. A couple things to spin off here. Derek is very um, supportive of cryptocurrencies and independent financial markets and things like that. Um, So I would say that this is something different than strictly just a commune where everyone pools all their resources together and is, you know, just dependent on each other. Uh, But I do, like I said, I do understand your concerns and hopefully anyone looking to join any kind of community is aware of the vulnerabilities of doing so. We went over this before, the greater reset all of these people are pushing the same thing and i don't like it or want anything to do with it i think we need Mm -hmm. a dialogue on your broadcast with derek and jj we'll set it up guys uh that's it we ran out of time god bless you guys god bless the idea of america and freedom later guys For 20 years now, Extendivite has proven time and again, it really works. Here is a testimonial from Amazon.com. I received an arterial switch at birth. In my mid-20s, I started getting slight runs of NSVT. Nothing too serious, but enough to cause worry. I started taking Extendivite a little over two years ago, and it helped cut the palpitations and NSVT down drastically. This isn't a cure-all supplement. I strongly recommend a good diet and exercise to aid in any heart troubles you may be having. And I strongly recommend giving Extendivite a try. Extendivite is only $69.95 for a two-month supply. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. That's H-E-A-R-T-D-R-O-P.com. 
extend your life with extend over.